Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and this podcast is brought to you by the Members Academy. Sorry it's a bit late this week, I've been doing a lot of work trying to get the Academy ready for November the 1st and if you didn't already know that's when the price goes up. <laughs> so um, there's lots of things that I've promised that will be in the Academy if you join um, and so I've been working really hard to get the pronunciation course finished and the speaking course finished and lots of other things as well and I'm sorry to keep reminding you about this but I still get a lot of people saying well I never knew about your Members Academy, I wish I'd known, I wish I'd done this two months ago. Um, so I have to tell you that it exists and that the price goes up on October the 31st, but that's because it's absolutely jam-packed with materials and really high-quality, well-organised materials with lots of help and support and advice all in one place. So um, I wouldn't want you to miss out on that. All right, so let's get straight to today's um, podcast. And it's all about a reading, quite a difficult reading, actually. Um, it's all about tidal power, um, which, of course, is a really important topic for IELTS because it's renewable energy. Um, so there's a lot of vocabulary in this particular reading that I think is really, really useful. So I've just published on my website the full text is there now. So if you want to come back to the podcast later, do the test yourself first and then come back, then that would be marvellous. So test yourself if you want to. If you're short on time, just listen. I'll talk you through it. Um, you can get the benefits of listening and pronunciation and the vocabulary and the reading all in one place as well. So let's start. As I mentioned, it's called Tidal Power. It's a section two um, from book nine, test three. So it's kind of medium difficulty according to the test. Um, but I just found it particularly difficult. The questions seemed to jump about a bit. Um, let's see if you agree with me. Um, so let's use what we can to help us. So the title is just tidal power. So tidal coming from the word tides, of course, using the power of the tides or the sea um, coming in and going out again. Um, so knowing, of course, knowing that word tidal power, knowing a bit about the background would really help you and give you a heads up with this reading. It does give you an introduction. They don't always give you an introduction, but if there is one there, then do make use of it before you do anything else. Get the background. And this introduction says, under sea turbines, which produce electricity from the tides, so there you go, it tells you exactly what it is, are set to become an important source of renewable energy for Britain. It is still too early to predict, predict the extent of the impact they may have, but all the signs are that they will play a significant role in the future. So it's the kind of reading where there's a kind of development, some kind of positive news, a new invention, something that's going to improve somebody's life or improve the situation. So we would expect some kind of background on um, the history of possibly sea turbines um, and possibly renewable energy. It's specific to Britain, this reading. So you might expect a little bit about the history 
then of course you'd expect them to explain the benefits of tidal power otherwise why would they be writing about it um, and that you could expect some kind of technical details and also some problems and that is exactly what you get it's an academic text explaining a piece of technology explaining the reason for it the benefits and the drawbacks um, okay, so let's look at the set of questions. The first question is matching uh, information with paragraphs. And there are only six paragraphs, but there are four um, pieces of information that you have to locate in the paragraphs. And for me, this is what I found difficult in this one. But when you see the answers, really, it's not, to be honest. Um, so remember, because you are matching information, it, it actually tells you you may use any letter more than once. So it's not like matching headings where, you know, one is A and two is B and three is C. They all have just one answer. Here, you might have two pieces of information in the same paragraph. And you should really expect that if they tell you that, you may use any letter more than once, then you should, from my experience, expect to use any letter more than once. Um, the good thing about this particular one is that the information does seem to be all in one place, kind of. Mm, no, well, no, let's have a look. Okay, so the four statements are 14, the location of the first test site. So you're looking for where the first site will be located. Again, using the structure of the text, you might think, well, after they've given you the background, then they'll probably tell you the plans. Uh, 15 says a way of bringing the power produced on one site back into Britain. So again, you can expect that to come further along because once they've described how they get the power, then um, they'll, you know, how they'll set up the power station and then how the power will get back into Britain. Question 16 says a reference to a previous attempt by Britain to find an alternative source of energy. Well, a previous attempt you could imagine would come early on when they give you the background or the history behind this new invention. And then question 17 says a mention of the possibility of applying technology from another industry. Okay, so the best thing for me to do to help you with this, I think, is just to um, talk you through the answers. Now, oh, shall I? Yes. <laughs> Mm, yes, okay. If we look at paragraph A, um, A tells us something about the background. Um, and it says, okay, the sea turbines come from tidal currents which turn blades. They're like ships' propellers. So it tells us exactly what it is. And it also says the technology raises the prospect of Britain becoming self sufficient. So it says how fantastic it is. Um, in the first paragraph, Britain would be able to close their gas, coal and nuclear power plants. Um, and then it says, unlike wind power, which Britain originally developed, 
and then abandoned for 20 years, undersea turbines could become a big export earner, blah, blah, blah. So in that first paragraph, it tells you that in the past, England did, Britain did try to use wind power, but then Britain abandoned it. So it says, unlike wind power, which Britain originally developed. So in that statement, in that paragraph, you have the answer, um, a reference to a previous attempt by Britain to find an alternative source of energy. So that kind of background information about Britain comes in paragraph A. Now, paragraph B, there's nothing in paragraph B that we need. Um, it does talk about where the sites um, have been identified for. So it mentions, you can see capital letters, there's places like Orkney, uh, Scotland, Alderney, Channel Islands, um, Suffolk, Bristol Channel, it's just a lot of names. So uh, Campbelltown, Northern Ireland, that in itself will help you because it gives you something to be able to find quickly later on. Then it goes to paragraph C. Now here we've got two answers actually, so I'm going to spend a bit more time on this. Um, it says the first station is going to be installed in Devon um, and then there's a mention of somebody in charge of the research. That's Abu Bakr Bahaj is in charge of the research. And um, this person, he or she, I'm not sure, I think it's she actually, uh, said that um, the prospects for uh, energy from tidal currents are better because the flows of water are predictable and constant. The technology for dealing with a hostile saline environment under the sea has been developed in the North Sea oil industry. And much is already known about blade design because of wind power and ship propellers. So this is the spokesperson, Abu Bakr Bahaj, talking about um, that they've already um, found some kind of technology that would work, um, that they think tides are better than other forms because the tides are predictable, meaning we know when the water will come in and go out. Um, so that's it, basically. And then it says the best sites and it, it gives a, uh, where the best sites are, where there are strong tidal currents. So if we go back to our matching statements, um, we've got the answer for 14, which says the location of the first test site. So in paragraph C, it just says the first station is expected to be installed in Devon shortly to test the technology. So you've just got synonyms there. The first station is mentioned, the first test site to test the technology. That's all in paragraph C. But also in paragraph C, we've got uh, question 17, which is the mention of the possibility of applying technology from another industry. 
So what is the other industry? Well, they mentioned that it's all been already been developed for the oil industry, the North Sea oil industry, and therefore they know a lot about dealing with a hostile saline environment. Saline meaning salty, hostile meaning difficult. Um, so they've already, you know, used that technology that already works in a hostile saline environment. So that's 14, 16, 17. And then the last mention we're looking for is a way of bringing the power produced on one site back into Britain. And there you do have to jump around. You go right down to paragraph E and it says... Dr. Baha has done most work on the Alderney site where there are powerful currents. The single undersea turbine farm would produce far more power than needed for the Channel Islands and most would be fed into the French grid and re-imported into Britain via the cable under the channel. So again, nothing difficult there really, just um, having to find it quickly. Um, and again, the structure might help you with that, but you do have to really skim and scan uh, to find this information. So how do they bring power back to Britain? Well, it would be re-imported via the cable under the channel. And that is in paragraph E. So let's move on to a different set of questions. In this set of questions, questions 18 to 22, it asks you to choose five letters from a list of A to J. So again, it is kind of jumping around a bit, um, trying to find, it says, which five of the following claims about tidal power are made by the writer? Now, there are places here where you do have to actually look quite closely. Um, I'm going to go through them one by one. So the first A says it is more reliable, a more reliable source of energy than wind power. Well, we've already seen this in paragraph A. It does say, unlike the wind, the tides are predictable. The power input is constant. Um, and it says um, the prospects for energy from tidal currents are far better than from wind because the flows of water are predictable and constant. That comes up again. It comes up twice. So it's very clear that the writer thinks it is a more reliable source. Um, you can always guess these. After you've read it once, you kind of get the uh, idea of how positive the writer is. Um, obviously, the writer thinks it is a reliable source and there are, there's plenty of evidence to back that up in the text. Now, B, I felt was tricky because B says it would replace all other forms of energy in Britain. And there's a sentence which says if tide, wind and wave power are all developed, so that means it wouldn't replace all the other ones. It, it would also use wind and wave power as well as tide. Um, so B is obviously wrong. It, it wouldn't be the only form of energy in Britain. There would also be wind and wave power. 
Um, see, there's absolutely no mention of it. I can't find any mention. That's, it's not even a trick. It says its introduction has come as a result of public pressure. No, I can't see anything relating to this at all. So nothing. D, it would cut down on air pollution. Well, of course, you could guess that would be true. Is there evidence for that? Yes. It says um, the technology raises the prospect of Britain becoming self-sufficient in renewable energy and drastically reducing its carbon dioxide emissions. So there we are. Um, it would cut down on air pollution. Synonym for air pollution is carbon dioxide emissions. Synonym for cut down on is reducing. Next statement E, it could contribute to the closure of many existing power stations in Britain. Could you guess? Probably. The answer and evidence is here. It says Britain would be able to close gas, coal and nuclear power plants. That's it. Sorry, this is where the answers all come close together. These are all in the first couple of paragraphs. Yes. Yeah. So you don't have to jump around in this second part. Um, F says it could be a means of increasing national income. Yes, again, we've got synonyms. Undersea turbines could become a big export earner to island nations such as Japan and New Zealand. So a big export earner means it could increase national income. G, again, we've got nothing really mentioned. It could face a lot of resistance from other fuel industries. There is no mention of resistance. There's mention of other fuel industries, but not about resistance. Statement H says it could be sold more cheaply than any other type of fuel. So this is a huge claim that it would be cheaper than any other type. So you could guess that it's wrong. And in the text, it actually says, no, it's competitive with modern gas, competitive meaning kind of same price. And it would undercut nuclear fuel, sell more cheaply as undercut. But that's all. It's, it's not cheaper than all types of fuel. Question I, nothing mentioned. It could compensate for the shortage of inland sites for energy production. No mention of that. And finally, J, it is best produced in the vicinity of coastlines with particular features. And yes, we do have in paragraph C, the best sites are between islands or around heavily indented coasts where there are strong tidal currents. So quite a lot there, so quite a lot of information to find. So just to recap the correct ones that, yes, it's a reliable, more reliable than wind power. Yes, it would cut down on air pollution. Yes, it could close many existing power stations. Yes, it could increase national income. And yes, it is best produced near coastlines with particular features, which are the indented coasts. So. When you see the answers, they're pretty simple. But when you're looking for them, they're not, are they? <laughs> the final one is a strange one because it's a diagram and it looks like you need to label the diagram. 
Um, but it's simply a diagram of an undersea turbine and you can see the blades and the propellers and there are fish swimming in the sea. The diagram doesn't really help you. Um, well, I mean, you don't actually need to see the diagram to get the answers. Um, I think the diagram is actually designed to help you to give you more of a picture of the technology. So you've just got four gaps and it's in note form. So it says whole tower can be raised for something and the extraction of seaweed from the blades. So it can be raised. Why would you want to raise the whole tower? Well, in paragraph D, it says the towers will stick out of the water and be designed to be lifted out of the water for maintenance and to clean seaweed from the blades. Okay, so the gap we were looking for was why would you raise the whole tower for? And the answer is maintenance. Um, don't worry about spelling, it's in the text. Again, if you're not sure about meaning, well, just look around the gap, look around the whole sentence. You've got exact words. You've got um, seaweed from the blades, that's at the end of the sentence. You've got synonyms for raised, is lifted. Um, so all you need, and you've even got four. So you've just got to fill the gap that comes after four, which is maintenance, um, as you know, a noun from maintain. Question 24, the gap says sea life not in danger due to the fact that the blades are comparatively something. Well, we're looking for an adjective. Obviously, the blades are something and because they are something, then the sea life, the fish are not in any danger. So you could kind of guess that, but um, let's have a look at the sentence. It says, um, unlike wind power, there are unlikely to be environmental objections. Fish and other creatures are thought unlikely to be at risk from the relatively slow turning blades. So the answer is slow turning. It's two words. Um, you are allowed two words only. So relatively synonym for comparatively blades is the same word. So the answer is slow turning. It's an adjective meaning they turn slowly, of course. Question 25 and 26 are linked. It says air bubbles result from the something behind the blades. And this is known as something. So we need to find quickly air bubbles. That's a quick word that we can find in the text. Um, what does it come from and what is it called? So if you go to the text, you can quickly find uh, air bubbles and it says you go back to the start of the sentence and it says one technical difficulty is cavitation where low pressure behind a turning blade causes air bubbles. This can cause vibration and damage the blades of the turbines. So here we've got 
not in the right order, but it says one technical difficulty is cavitation. So that's answer 26. This is known as cavitation. It's a word I have never heard before. You would have to guess that. It's completely new to me. Um, so cavitation, and we're looking for air bubbles result from something behind the blades. And it says where low pressure behind a turning blade. So the answer is low pressure. Two words there. Okay, I think that's it. That is it. That is a tricky reading and I'm really sorry, not particularly interesting today. I usually find them quite interesting, but this one, I don't know. It's just luck on the day, isn't it? Some days you get a reading that's really fascinating and you actually want to read it and sometimes you get something like this. Um, anyway, um, go and have a look at the full thing on my website because I can imagine that if you were listening to this, you probably switched off <laughs> a little bit. Doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. You're getting, um, you know, uh, pronunciation, listening practice. Um, doesn't matter if you didn't understand or you didn't follow it. That really doesn't matter at all. Um, but I would just go back, have another look at um, the whole text and the explanations are in yellow um, on my website. That's ieltsetc.com. And um, yes, if, you, if you're listening to this later, then just look for Tidal Power. That's T-I-D-A-L. Put it in the search and you'll find it. So I hope that's been useful for you. Please let me know if you have any requests. Um, I'll try my best. That's all for now then. Have a great week. Speak soon. Bye.